Christine Granados, and I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, Tales from the Hood, Motherhood, that is. I'm the author of two books of fiction, and I've been a writer at daily and weekly newspapers for over 20 years. What you'll be listening to are anecdotes for parents all about the struggles and joys of raising children and being married. This is week eight of the podcast, and today I'll be talking about the dangers I faced as a stay-at-home mother when I was raising my two boys at the beginning of the third millennium. I thought that sounded a lot fancier than saying early 2000s. Stay-at-home mothers encounter danger on a daily basis. You can't imagine the danger I encountered and the terrifying death-defying stunts I performed as a stay-at-home mother with a toddler and his older brother in the house. One minute, I'm a tightrope walker negotiating my way through our playroom, wary of taking a misstep into the raging hot lava beneath me. And then the next, I'm dodging rabid sharks like a matador in the Plaza del Toros in my hallway. My two pint-sized roommates scream instructions at the top of their lungs at me whenever I leave the safe haven in the kitchen and venture into their dangerous world that encompasses everything else in the house. While the lava rocks are toddler-sized Legos, bigger than the average Legos, they hurt just the same when I have to step on them. My walk is punctuated by my four-year-old's reminders, don't burn up, you can only step on the rocks. When my hot rock walk is over, this kid rams his oversized head into my lower body. This four-year-old has almost knocked me over a few times when his older brother wasn't around to protect me with the laser beams that he shoots at him through his fingertips. The younger of the two fancies himself a bull and sometimes a shark. So when I read about the Austin filmmaker Robert Rodriguez's new movie, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, I was giddy with anticipation. Not for me, but for my two roommates. While the 2005 film tanked in the box op- at the box office, its planet drool setting and half-shark male and half-lava girl leads were a hit in my household. Probably because Rodriguez's brilliant seven-year-old son, Racer, wrote the script. Who else but another kid would combine two of the very things that have become such an intimate part of my life these past three weeks? The four-year-old didn't headbutt a single person while we were at the movie theater. He not only sat still for the entire hour and a half running time of the movie, but was quiet. I would have paid Mr. Rodriguez $50 for that privilege alone. And to say that my son liked the movie would be like me saying I only mildly enjoy chocolate. He was hypnotized by what was on the screen in a way no other movie has held his attention. Hypnotized like my child gets when I let him pick out any cereal at the grocery store. He scans the aisles looking for the bright red box with the toucan that screams sugar. And he doesn't take his eyes off the bird until he opens and eats what's inside the box like a junkie. The other good thing about this movie was that the entire audience of about 50 children were spellbound too. Not one child spoke except to react to the screen and not one child got up to stretch or blow off steam. The story, characters, and puns, puns so terrible they were funny, connected with these children. 
I even caught some of the parents napping behind their 3D specs. And I thought that maybe Rodriguez should bump up the ticket price to $50 and market the movie as a retreat or a getaway for parents. Because this wasn't your run-of-the-mill slick Hollywood cartoon masquerading as a child movie. It had none of the double entendres big productions are fond of throwing into children's films for us adults. The movie was made by children for children. This film stars my favorite comedian, George Lopez, as the evil villain, Mr. Electric, and good but misguided teacher, Mr. Electricidad. I have to admit that I was a bit wary because some of Lopez's stand-up comedy shows are not children's fare. But he did get big laughs as the evil villain, Mr. Electric, and not because of the corny dad jokes, but because of his delivery. He'd say stuff like, you guys ready for some megahertz? Get it? Megahertz? An electrical unit of measurement? Don't you kids read? And the audience roared with laughter. Rodriguez's son, Racer, understands modern day worries because, well, he has them. Electric plugs play a prominent role in the nightmarish dreamland world of planet drool. And as in real life, are something to be feared. They zapped kids with electricity, reinforcing what we parents are teaching our children at home. Particularly terrifying to my four-year-old were the bloodhounds fashioned from electrical cords. My son crawled on top of me and said he wanted to go home when he saw them on the screen. But when the dogs ran away, he decided to stay. The lure of Shark Boy and Lava Girl was just too great for him to miss. And I'm really grateful that a filmmaker like Robert Rodriguez is raising his children at the same time that we are, because I no longer have to tell my son to keep away from electric plugs. But I may have to watch out for electric plug bloodhounds when I leave my kitchen now. Thank you for listening and for choosing to spend your time with me. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Buzzsprout, Apple, Spotify, Podchaser, iHeart, or Pandora. For more information about this podcast, me, and other things I've written, go to christinegranados.com. And I would like to thank Kevin McLeod for all the music in this podcast and sound engineer Cookie Haylicky. Please visit their YouTube channels to check out their talents. And next week, I'll discuss the pros and cons of inflatable pools.